0: Welcome to another episode of the WellFit Lab Podcast, a weekly conversation with Christian burnout coach, Shia Thousand, hello, about all things mental health and personal wellness to prevent stress and overcome burnout to live life with intention. Today, we are talking with Tiffany Lanier. And Tiffany is a leading millennial voice in personal growth, well-being, and conscious leadership. As a public speaker, facilitator, and founder of The Morning Shift Co., Tiffany works with top brands and organizations to bridge the gap between work and well being. We are really excited to have Tiffany on this episode. She's gonna be breaking down how morning routines can really help expand your life and change it to be a more intentional life by focusing on how you begin your day can set the tone for your day. So grab a cup of tea and your notebook and join me in the lab with Tiffany today. See you in there. All right. Awesome. So thank you, Tiffany, so much for joining me today on the WellFit Lab podcast. I'm so excited
1: uh, to be here.
0: Thanks for having yes! me. So, as you guys already know, Tiffany is all things morning mind shift routines, and so we're gonna get into that today. So, Tiffany, let's talk about how you got to this place. What inspired you to even begin this journey um, to for yourself, and then be able to share that with others?
1: Yes, um, it's actually an interesting <laughs> it's an interesting story rooted in a lot of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> which how a lot of stories really start. Um, for me, the transition into, you know, really being an advocate for creating intentional mornings and creating that space for yourself uh, started when I was experiencing a very complicated pregnancy and then later to be postpartum depression with my very first child. Um Back then during my pregnancy, I, you know, was I just launched my my coaching business at that time, like a few months before I found out I was pregnant. So I was really birthing, I birthed a lot of babies at the same time, like physical babies and like business babies and all kinds of things seemed to happen around the same time. So I have an interesting
0: amazing. cycle.
1: Um, but right around this time, you know, I was really deep into the hustle part of trying to build my business. And though I was pregnant, I was still trying to push through, you know, like I was exhausted. I was tired, but I had all these visions and these dreams that I wanted to achieve. And that required a lot of just my mental and like physical doing. Um, and around the 16th week of my pregnancy, I, um, went through a hiccup, uh, which is the hiccup was a parto placenta abruption, and it could have led to a miscarriage. Um, and what I ended up finding out is that I had several complications that they discovered. and. To make a long story short, that ended up putting me on bed rest, um, forcing me to kind of slow down, and also really creating a lot of mental and emotional trauma in that time, in the sense that I wasn't sure every single week if I was going to make it to the end of the week still being pregnant. They gave me a very short timeline that they said I would probably lose my child. At that time, it was 16 weeks. So they told me that I would probably lose my daughter at about 24 weeks um, because of the complications that I was experiencing. And so every week uh, during this time was truly a blessing to get through and say like, okay, we're still here. We're still in the game. And for me, it was a big reality check on how can I mentally and physically be present for this moment, not really, uh, you know, allow fear to take over and, and completely devastate my body, but have hope and also change up the way that I'm showing up for myself so that I can really give my space or give myself space and give my, my body space and my unborn child space to thrive um, in these unlikely conditions. And so that's when I really started to think okay, every day I need to show up a little bit differently for myself than I had been prior to because I've been doing a lot of hustle and a lot of pushing, but I really need to you know, try to meditate a little bit more. And at this time, it was just like trying things like what could work for me to really allow myself to feel at peace with this process that I'm going through. And so that was the beat. that was like the spark of, of me becoming more intentional about that space that I that I held for myself. Um, fortunately, I got through that tough period of time. We passed through the 24th week mark and I ended up having my daughter at 37 weeks. And so we made it and she's my miracle baby. Um, and then I went through that process of being a new you know a new mom <laughs> and, and the newborn phase, um, which is a whole nother which I'm going through again. but that's a whole nother you know process in itself. and six months after my daughter was born, I began experiencing postpartum depression. And this really threw me for a loop because, you know, as, as a coach and someone who uh, really helped motivate others and provide clarity to others and held space for others, I was finding it very challenging uh, to be motivated for myself and to be clear and and the things that I was going through and and how to show up for my work and how to show up to be a mom and how to show up to be a leader and all these titles that I held. It was very challenging uh, during this process. And it took a mentor of mine to ask me, you know, what do I do in the morning, and I thought it was the oddest question because I'm like, "What do you mean, what I do in the morning? Like, I'm barely sleeping. <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling in the morning. If that's if that's what you want to know, and she's like, "Well, maybe you have to change the way that you uh, start your day and and try to create some more intentional space for yourself, so that you can, you know, ultimately fill your own cup, so that you can fill the cup of others. Because right now, you're filling up everybody else's cup, and you're coming from a very depleted place." And so that was the mindset shift that I needed and really listening to our mentors, right? That I'm like, okay, she's onto something. So let me explore this a little bit more. And that was the, the beginning of me taking back some of those lessons that I learned through my pregnancy when I was holding space for myself that I just pushed to the wayside once I felt better which we have a tendency to do. And now I'm faced with another you know, kind of personal crises and so I knew that something had to shift. Um, a part of it was hormonal and a part of it was just not me acknowledging that I had gone through so many changes in such a short period of time, yet I was still pushing like the old me and I didn't hold any uh, space for the identity shift that I was I was going
0: through and experiencing. And so, I love that you share that. Can I just pause yes, you right there?
1: Yes,
0: now go ahead. So I love that you share that and I love everything that you shared. Like your journey is just Amazing. And for all the moms out there listening, I think this is a really important um, process that Tiffany shares right now, because a lot of the time, um, society wants us to move past our issues. Society wants us to move past, especially when it comes to the issue of reproductivity and also miscarriages. Thank you for being so transparent and even sharing that part of it, because I think that we are told like, okay, you can, you can have another child, you can get past that. And it's not that easy. And everyone always talks about the rainbow baby, but to talk about the process that gets you to the rainbow baby is a very real process. So I appreciate you sharing that part of your journey and that being the spark of holding that space and beginning your journey on um, how you began to hold that space for yourself so that you could get to the other side of what this looks like for you. And just being able to have a mentor with that is yeah. huge because we don't, we don't feel we're always able to advocate for ourselves. We don't feel we can always use our voice and speak up, especially women who have just become mothers. They almost don't always know where to even start because you're a whole new person now. And getting back to your old All self- <laughs> Yeah, yes. a whole new person and getting back to your old person. self seems like, oh yeah, that's what I should do but that's not who you are anymore. And it's okay to be this new person and not feel the guilt and shame around trying to be the old person. Mm -hmm. You evolve and you grow and that's a good thing. So just embracing that and holding space for that new you and what that new you needs is major. So I just applaud you and thank you for sharing that because somebody really needs to hear that today. And somebody may need to hear that they have permission to even do that. Because so many times in our lives, people want us to go back to the old version, right? So what well, we used to do this, you did this before the baby. Well, that, it's not who you are anymore. You're an yeah, It's really new that person. we want that. You know,
1: like it's not yeah. even so much that others, others are, are, are way more pliable than we think. Like when it comes mm. to it comes to changes, but we are usually such sticklers for the way things were, right? We kind of create, even though some, a lot of us are on a spiritual and personal growth journey, but yet we still find ourselves kind of stuck in that fixed mindset, right? This is what I said I wanted. This is what I said I was going to achieve. And when things change it's so hard for us at times to allow and be flexible to these new changes and like really pivot into a new place of purpose and so that's what it was for me it was really creating a container to dig deep and say okay yes this is who you thought you were going to be at this particular time in your life but now some things have shifted now some things have changed how do we want to show up today? right? How do we want to show up moving forward? And what can we do? Um, This is me talking in third person. What can we do, Tiffany? All the Tiffany's, all the many personalities that I have. What are we here to do today, ladies? Um, And how can we create um, the space for our own evolution, for our own becoming? And so... That's what, it, that's what it really was for me. It was taking that time each and every single day, whether it was five minutes or if I was lucky enough to have an hour or more than that, it was taking some time to do an inventory check on what do I need today? Who am I in this moment? And who am I becoming? And just giving myself that, that time and space to reflect. And then also working to create those routines that would be nourishing for me as I moved into the new person that I was becoming.
0: Yes. I, I love that. And adding in there the grace so that you don't beat yourself up when you don't a hundred percent show up that day, knowing oh, yes. that the grace is essential to this entire journey.
1: All the grace,
0: all, of all it. the grace. Yeah. I love grace. that you say a container. That is such a great way to look at It's a container.
1: Yeah. It's, I believe in flexibility. So when I think about you know, how we usually talk about morning routines in particular, a lot of people that I've worked with, whether it be students or or one-on-one clients, you know, they think, well, okay, if, if I come up with a routine, whatever that may be, it has to be that every single day and yes routine does create like you mentioned it creates freedom right because if we know what we have to do then we don't have to think about it or second guess it we can just move past it which allows us to open up our mind space for other things however um, depending on your life circumstance and what you're going through especially moms or or dads or anyone who are you know, it's really taking care of others um, in any capacity, whether that's children or parents or or anyone that you might be a caretaker for, Um, you may have to shift what that looks like each day because life happens. Um, So allowing yourself to really create more of a flexible routine, again, in that container of nourishment is really the key and how I share and how I teach is what is it that I need in this particular season of my life? And as you shift and change throughout various seasons, you can create a new space for self Um, and you can recreate what that looks like and kind of switch up the activities and the things that you do in order to be the most nourishing version of yourself in that moment as we go through these different changes.
0: Uh, Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's so important, especially because um, we we always see ourselves as kind of we're all these things to everyone else. But it's what are we to ourselves, Right. And then when we look at what we are to ourselves, our needs change, just like our goals change. And sometimes we hold ourselves so tightly to the old thing, as you stated, the fixed mindset of what this should have felt like or looked like previously that we don't leave enough space. And I always say space for God. And I always say loving with your hands open and even loving yourself with your hands open. Because if your hand is closing, you also cannot receive as much mm-hmm. as you want to give. So I think it's really important that do that for ourselves as much as we do that for other people. How have you seen um, being intentional with your mornings change your life as you um, went into your first season of motherhood And then, um, also now you're in a new season of motherhood. Congratulations. You're a mom of two now. And how have you seen it evolve from being a mom of one and being intentional with your mornings to now being a mom of two and being intentional with your mornings?
1: Yeah. We, when I first started my morning practice, you know, in that phase of, of postpartum, um, depression, I, like I mentioned earlier, I was really at a loss. You know, I was feeling quite unmotivated, quite unclear about who I was and where I was going next. Um, I didn't feel like I was, you know, doing the best job that I could as a mom at the time. I just really was lost in that moment. And creating that that space each and every single day was a, a dive back into who I was for the time and also a reflection of all the things that I had experienced. And so for me, it became truly life-changing for every aspect of my life. So it created the space for me to rethink how I wanted to show up in motherhood, um, the way that I wanted to represent myself for my young child, how I wanted to create time for her. Um, It taught me, you know, um, how I wanted to show up for the work I was doing at the time. What did that look like? Where was I lacking? You know, uh, not just in, in set or anything, but really where was I not feeling fulfilled in the work that I had already put out into the world and where was that next move going to be like really creating that space to listen to myself and like trust my intuition with everything um, when it came to making the next steps in, in my business, in my career. Um, it, allowed me to reconsider my boundaries and, and how I wanted to interact with other people and the relationships that I were, that I was building both personally and professionally. So it really did, um, you know, allow me to do such a deep dive, um, and, and be just so introspective on every aspect of my life that it changed everything about how I showed up so much so that I'm like, you know what, I'm going to make this a part of my life's work. (laughs) I now want to help people create these containers and this space for them to do the introspective dives um, for whatever season that they're in. Uh, particularly right now, my work is at the intersection of, you know, work and well-being um, between working with various types of leaders and entrepreneurs, but really allowing whomever might want to go through this process, that space to be and become. And for me, that's that's what it has been. And so, um, it really just allowed me to show up as the better version of myself. And then now, as I embark on you know, the new journey of, of motherhood times two, um, it's, it's a lot of grace. Let's put it that way. Um, because you know, if, if a lot of parents who may be listening to this right now are going through those early months of a new baby in the house, Those are like really challenging mups. (laughs) It will try you in so many different ways, whether it's your first time, your second time or times beyond. I'm only on, I can only speak from one and two times, (laughs) but I can imagine that three or four times, maybe it gets easier. I'm not so sure, but you know, you're not sleeping nearly as much. You are now juggling, you know, trying to Juggle yourself, juggle maybe work, juggle the child or children, uh, juggle your relationships, and all the things are kind of up in the air. And so, for me, what I have found over the last few months and in keeping with tradition of creating that intention in the morning is I really get it in where I can. Um, for those early months, I was up at three in the morning, you know, or all throughout the night, actually. But I found myself, even in the middle of the night, as I'm nursing or up with the baby, if there's a moment of silence, I use that as my time to meditate Um, if i'm able to to write something down or light a candle and just be intentional about how i'm showing up for myself even in the most tired aspects of my existence that is what fills my cup and so it's always coming back to What do I need in this moment and what can I do to honor where I'm at right here, right now, and how I can get through this day to show up as the best version of myself for all that's involved.
0: What I love the most about the work that you do is that there's such a focus on keeping your cup full and knowing that that in turn supports the other people in your life. When I feel like society tells us to support the other people in our lives first, yes. and then you'll be good, and it's like that doesn't that doesn't even work that way at all. It's the whole um, <laughs> it's the whole um, oxygen mask analogy, right? Like, yes. well, you can't. And and it, for years they've been saying this on airplanes, and I think only in the last like five or ten years we've been using it as a resource for how we communicate how people should care for themselves. Mm-hmm. But it's really really important. Even the fact that you have to wake up at three o'clock, knowing that that time is valuable to you, waking up earlier so that you get that time to then be your best self for yourself and then for your husband and your children. But it's not saying I'm doing this to be my best for them. And I think that's huge.
1: Yeah. And, and it's also important to note, I am not a stickler um, on waking up early to do your morning practice. Like there are a lot of advocates and and people who are like, you got to wake up at 4am or 5am to get your routine. I'm all about rest and sleep. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Sometimes
1: sleep is my practice. And so I think that's really important. So when I do that check in with myself, I'm like, I'm really very tired today. And the best thing that I can do for myself actually is sleep some more. And that's the most nourishing, um, fulfilling thing that I can do to show up better for everyone today is to continue to sleep um, or to take some time to meditate or whatever that is that it's going to be. And so really acknowledging um, and and allowing your intuition to really speak to you, I think is key and not pushing yourself to do the things based on what others tell you, you should be up to, or, or yes. what the perfect morning routine is supposed to look like. I know we have a tendency to, you know, Google and YouTube, at just about everything <laughs> piecemeal together, all the things that we think we're supposed to be doing when in mm-hmm. reality, some of those things can be actually quite draining yes. on an individual level. And so yes. allowing ourselves to assess and, and evaluate what is very necessary for yourself in this particular time in your life um, is, is ultimately key.
0: Yes. And rest is essential. So I love that you say that because when you take an inventory, a lot of what we need comes from the rest that we get and being still because we spend so much time going. So I think that you saying that whoever needed to hear that, that was your permission, (laughs) that was your slip, whatever you needed in that moment to do more of that for yourself. Because like you said, we will Google everything (laughs) and it'll have you thinking that you got to wake up at 5 a.m. to make a million dollars in a year. And that's not accurate. And you not being rested doesn't allow you to fully support yourself or anyone else. And it actually does nothing but hinder you more so than drain you as well, because it impacts your health in a whole nother way that we don't have enough conversation about as well. I'm a big fan of the NAP ministry and yes. taking naps and getting that <laughs> yes. rest. It is nap revolutionary. <laughs> yes, it's revolutionary. Yes. Ordre Lord said, Me taking care of myself is an act of revolution. So like, that is so real. And I love that you shared that. And somebody needs to hear that. There are so many people and it's the little things, right? Sometimes we don't realize we even need to hear a thing. It's the little things and the simplest things that someone says and it clicks for you like, oh, now, now that makes sense. So I really believe someone needed to hear that.
1: Thank you. Yeah. It it is the simplest things. Um, It's not that complicated, you know? And i think what's important is for us to really be mindful again and i, and I just keep reiterating this because this is the gospel truth to me of of checking in for where you are right now um, Yes. what is it that you need right now right like and allowing yourself trusting your body really trusting your body to tell you exactly what it is that you're missing in this moment sometimes you know, it's you're like you're, high, you're dehydrated. You need more water. <laughs> um, that's what your body is telling you. Go out and get more water. Go get more rest. Allow yourself to get some sun. Take a moment to just breathe. Sometimes it's literally the most simple things that we take for granted that come to us for free that are totally free. You don't have to go outside of yourself um, or outside of your home. Some of these things that we can do is just right there at our fingertips yet become such, you know, like so far away because we're always chasing the next best shiny, you know, shiny version of of, of wellness or of health. um, When really what we need is to breathe a little bit deeper drink mm-hmm. more water, stay mm-hmm. moisturized, no,
0: <laughs> and no, stay really, moisturized, yes. Stay moisturized. Stay moisturized.
1: Okay. Yes. yes, our skin is asking for some moisture, Yes, and, and these things also allow for us to be better versions, along with the reading, and the journaling, mm-hmm. and the meditation, mm-hmm. and, and everything, but it, it all compounds, and so whatever you can do today is enough, and I think that's important,
0: too, And I'm happy you said that. Whatever you can do today is enough. I think we, as you said, we're always going for that next. So I think a lot of the times we get caught up because we don't take enough time to celebrate our achievements and how far we've come. So us going for next actually distracts us from where we are and the presence of being present. And so we're missing out. And you're like, but just be still. It's okay yes. nothing's gonna happen and every new trend doesn't mean you have to get on it so everything self-care wise don't mean you have to do it that may not be relating and beneficial for you so it may be more beneficial that you just drink water and took a nap that day great yes.
1: <laughs> so many it. people have told me that sometimes doing self-care is draining which is i i totally understand because of kind of this new wave of like a self-care culture um mm-hmm, and us being yeah. inundated with so many messages or ways to take care of ourselves that we've become overwhelmed with all yeah. the many ways and now it's like decision fatigue you know like yeah well, yeah <laughs> what what does this look like and what should I do and really just like pause
0: mm-hmm.
1: breathe mm-hmm. and check
0: yep that what is it pause, that I need breathe, in this check.
1: and then go ahead and do that and let that be more than enough. And this is a message that I have to remind myself of too. I am not your guru, okay? Um, I am. I always say I am my own guru and I'm always learning. <laughs> um, but I, I kind of journaled that and had a download this week for myself because as I'm moving into this next phase of kind of coming out of maternity leave and picking up my many projects, And trying to also eat a little bit better and stay hydrated and stay moisturized and be the mom to everybody, like all the things. I had to really say, you know, you are doing your best. And if this week you, you know, made a couple more smoothies, you did this, that, or the other, let that be enough. Maybe it's not the laundry list of things that you're aspiring to achieve. But let those, those wins be a win and not just you know, take away from the fact that you did a little bit better today than you did yesterday. Yes. And that is what's keeping me going right now as I, as I retransition back into, into work, really balancing well-being and work and noting that every day, if I just do the one thing that's better, then I'm doing good. And I can
0: give myself a pat on the back and I can have a dance party. <laughs> Girl, I am 100% here for that. And I think that's the best way to close this out because there's nothing else that needs to be said. That's a whole um, drop mic because we don't give ourselves enough credit. So every day you did that thing to be better. And that's it. Celebrate your wins. Let them be wins. Don't push. Don't be so quick to push past them. Self-care does not have to be a laundry list of things. Yes. And I, I love that you said that because so many people are very overwhelmed by self-care right now. So focus on that. So I want you guys, if you did not take notes in this episode, I want to encourage you to go back and grab your pen and your tea, sit down, take some notes because these are just key simple elements that can help shift you from, not being intentional with your time and energy to then being intentional with your time and energy and creating space in a container to fill yourself up
1: yes do it it's pertinent for how you show up for yourself and how you show up for others so allow yourself every single morning even if it's for a moment to do the thing that you need the most and let that be enough. If that's all you have the time and energy to do and come back the next day and you keep going. Life is not linear, right? So it's always gonna be this kind of up and down uh, way of being. And that literally is life. And we're always waiting for when it slows down. It doesn't slow down. You have to slow down and take that time for yourself and allow that to be that nourishing moment.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you guys for tuning in. And you can follow Tiffany on social media. I will have all her information in the show notes. Um, Make sure you connect with her. Make sure you follow her. Make sure you learn from the information that she is sharing because she is a wealth of knowledge. Even though she says she's not your guru, she is a wealth of knowledge. And she has so much insight in this particular area, especially. So- Follow her on social media. And thanks for tuning in. Until next time, guys. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Hopefully you guys took lots of notes. Tiffany was dropping so many gems this episode from her sharing her story of how she even got to recognizing the importance of having a morning routine to really just breaking it down and Really talking about the gritty stuff that isn't always comfortable to talk about, especially as a new mom and recognizing her own need for support and creating routine to come back into herself and live life with more intention and making time for herself as she also was raising her daughter. So I just wanna thank Tiffany so much for her transparency and the gems she shared in this episode. Hopefully you got something out of it. Um, If you didn't have a pen and paper, I encourage you to go back and listen with a pen and paper because she is dropping gems. All right, so tune in next time because there's a part two to this conversation that you do not want to miss, where Tiffany actually breaks down the pillars of the morning shift and really what that looks like in our everyday and how you implement it. So tune in to part two. All right, until next time, be well and live well with intention always. Bye guys.